Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. It's been a while. It's, it's been a minute. Back from Bobby's bachelor party. Got good, uh, I think I got good views on that episode. Got some good feedback. Uh, maybe not all positive, though. I had some, some negative comments or some tips on feedback over the Thanksgiving holidays. I haven't heard any of these tips. I mean, I'm sure it was regarding uh, me. So, uh, well, no, it wasn't. You in particularly, but what happened was, you know, Thanksgiving's a time that you meet family and stuff. And as you may have heard on one of the podcasts, my cousin Kenny, aka Kane, one of my great cousins, stock broker extraordinaire, investor, master of the gods, Halo player for the ages. Well, he, of course, is there. And I'm doing the thing where I'm really not feeling good on Thanksgiving. Like, I feel like dog shit. So I go all the way to my parents' house in Covington, which is about an hour and a half where I drove with the wife over there. And I'm all I want to do is watch TV. I got bets going. I just want to watch the Lions play. And Cousin Kenny starts giving me tips on how to get views on the podcast. He starts chirping you during the football game? Yeah, so he's kind of like everybody else is doing their own thing. It's just me and him watching TV. So he kind of starts saying, hey – uh, so how, how's the podcast doing? You getting any good views lately? I was like, yeah, you know, they're doing good. Um, could be doing better. You know, about we're steady. Good numbers. And uh, he goes, well, I think, you know, I think y'all could grow your podcast a little bit. And I was like, okay, Kenny, well, what you, what you. He's, not only is he into financial growth, but now he's into, uh, he's into the views game. It, it, maybe he's like trying to set up his investment in us. He just wants to see if we could like, you know, take good direction and see if he wants to invest. I tried to get him invest on that podcast and he wasn't having it. Well, his loss, you know, this penny stock is going to the moon. So Kenny saw some parallels between podcasting and YouTube videos. And his recommendation is, is we play it too close to the vest. We need to go all out on one side of the fence or the other. We got to be Craig or we got to be John Bell Edwards. We can't be in the middle. We have to just play to one side as hard as fucking possible. Well, so he wants us to be uh, polarizing in a political sense. Political but- or, um, you know, just do something socially either unacceptable to where you get hate views or <laughs> do something to where, like, you're jumping on like the hottest trends that everyone needs to talk about. So basically you want to be on the spectrum. That's all the way on one side of it. So are you going to be Stephen A or Max Kellerman? So or like, skip Bayless. So having podcasts where you talk about a bachelor party really kind of inside with just your friends, it would be better if you played up Craig doing like some kind of Heil Hitler stuff that probably happened at some point. During I mean, it. what do you mean? You don't even have to. You don't even have to play that up. We had the uh, the fake Proud Boy mix up shirt, and you saying say MAGA on three. Like, see, this is this is what I was gonna get to. Is he clearly didn't listen to the podcast? He everybody has suggestions, but you know he. he 
he's not listening. We're already doing this. So the find other, another slant. So the other thing he said is, well, if y'all want to play it to where y'all are talking about the stuff y'all are talking about now, what you got to do is you just got to get hot chicks on the pod because people just view it for hot chicks. The Howard Stern model. So he's just the like, Dan Bolzarian model. I yeah. mean, that's it's no brainer. Yeah. So it's like you just got to have hot chicks on all the time. So I don't know if we can workshop hot chicks into the podcast. We've we've had chicks on the podcast before. Just we we uh we don't have regulars that are that that are chicks. We're still working on episode sixty nine. Maybe in twenty twenty. We'll see. Yeah, Trump and episode 69 the same year <laughs> could be a great year. Great year for views. Um, so we were also not feeling too great for Thanksgiving. Like at the beginning of the week, I got some sort of stomach bug. And not a stomach bug in a sense of I was shitting my brains out, but I just felt crampy. I had aches. I was sweating. I so you had I, a male period. Probably. <laughs> if periods are like that, you know, hats off to the... Were your hands swelling? Swelling, no. Feet? I don't believe so. <laughs> but but I had that at the beginning of the week, and I stayed home from – I wasn't planning on staying home from work, but I stayed home on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then uh, Amber also got it like a few days later around Thanksgiving. So having the stomach bug around Thanksgiving is a ble- – and I had no appetite. So it's a kind of a blessing and a curse. You can't, you can't really eat, so you lose the weight. And then once Thanksgiving rolls around, you can just, you know – Go go ham on the oh. oyster dressing and, and turkey and all that. So so I see how you did this. So you said basically you dieted and fasted beginning of the week so you can cram on Thanksgiving with a bunch of stuffing. Yeah, guilt-free. Stuff your face, have a, have a couple drinks, because I basically didn't eat anything for a couple days. You know, shit a couple times. Well, it's terrible to have the stomach bug on Thanksgiving. Yes, because I agree. I'm sitting there eating. I get a whole plate. I hadn't been feeling so great. And as I finish my plate, I realize that this shit's about to come up. I had to go upstairs to the bathroom for privacy so people didn't hear me puking. I didn't want a Dan situation where everybody can hear me. <laughs> and I got up there and puked my brains out and just was like, fuck this. This sucks. Came back down, won my Detroit bets. Tried to eat some more, went up and puked, told the wife, all right, we've been here two hours, we're leaving, we're going back home. And, of course, she was drunk, so I got to drive home. That sucks. Nah, it's all right. When, when you're driving home, maybe you're not focusing, so I didn't puke again. So, puked twice. Friday, she actually cooked food at the house, so by the time that was ready at, like, 5 o'clock, I ate yeah, real Thanksgiving. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah, being sick around then sucks, and you can't really, you know, if you feel bad, you can't really tie one on and get a nice buzz going either. So it's just, it's just all around trash. Yeah, lackluster. Um, yeah. Also during Thanksgiving, I, I had the thought, you know, it, it sucks having being sick, but it's gotta suck so much being a vegetarian on Thanksgiving. You have all that, you have all that spread, and you gotta, you gotta bend backwards to try to, you know, have fake tofurkey and all that shit. You know, you can't have gravy. You can't have all you can, it's got us blow. It kind of depends, right? So if you're a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever that you are that you can't enjoy most of the Thanksgiving uh meals, 
I would say you're probably a person, and maybe I'm stereotyping here, that doesn't necessarily go home for Thanksgiving, is probably having like Friendsgiving, and you have like-minded friends that y'all are probably eating tofu turkey or whatever the Ugh. fuck you're trying to eat, and you're probably not really that that mad about you probably don't have football on you're probably watching like some kind of uh that's no thanksgiving like the dog show or whatever else is supposed to be on that day i just don't i don't think you're yeah lose puppy my, bowl or whatever it is yeah lose my invite for that friendsgiving um and they probably you know if they're vegetarian they probably really don't even like food anyway so yeah, maybe maybe not you you never know i I did go play frisbee golf with my dad on Friday, and uh, after hole one, we kind of sparked one up. That was pretty humorous. Him, uh, him getting spooked by their dog Painter, like running in the woods, surprising him behind, and like bumping into his knee, and him freaking out. He threw his disc in the woods at one point, and then forgot what color disc he. Like, what color disc did I throw in here? You know, him searching the woods for the disc. So that was pretty entertaining. Um. That sounds like you would be entertained if you were actually in the same mindset as him. If you were trying to interact with that individual, I don't think that sounds like much fun at all. I mean, I was interacting by laughing at it and taking pictures of it, so it was pretty funny. Um, you got anything else on Thanksgiving? Uh, nothing Nothing more on Thanksgiving. Uh, a couple days after Thanksgiving, we went to go get a Christmas tree. And the year before, my wife fucking yelled at me for the fucking shitty-ass Christmas tree I bought. Like, What was wrong with it? Eh, it was not tall enough. It was a little bare in some areas. It wasn't thick. It, she, she gave me a lot of flack for the Christmas tree. So this year, I wasn't going to... I didn't want to hear that bullshit. So we went to Home Depot, you know, tried to get a, a commercial tree. Uh, shout out to Home Depot. And... Uh, they had this section where it was like nine to ten foot trees. Great. That's bigger than what I had. I can fit 11 foot up to my ceiling. So great. I go in there, not to brag, 11 foot ceilings. You only have 11 foot ceilings? In the front room, yeah. Oh, the front room. The living room probably is like no, 17. No, 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 no. That That's 11. You're talking about where your dining room table is or you're talking about like where your sofa is? Where my sofa is. It's, it's 11. only 11 feet? It's only 11 foot. Huh. I use tape measure. Okay. Math is math. Craig probably can't use tape measure because he's a pussy. But we go and they, they, they have it listed, but they don't have any trees there. And she's trying to settle on another tree. I tell her, nope, not happening. Not doing this. On the way home, she gets a call. And evidently, I'm now an uncle because my sister-in-law had a kid. So now year of the baby continues. And now it's affecting me more personally than before. Well, you are un- you are Uncle Leo. I mean, Uncle well, this, Soda. This one's like, like by law or whatever it is. Like, there's some kind of relationship here that's like, I'm actually an uncle. Well, that's before not, it's, it's like before it's like friend uncles. Like they're they're just as much blood to you as I am. Well, that that's true. But I married into the blood. I hadn't married into your blood. You're not even married into their blood though. If you check their DNA versus mine, I mean, you could be more. More connected to me. That's all I'm saying. I don't know how much Mongol I have. So we we go back and she's like, oh, well, I'm going to go to Hattiesburg, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, dad's coming in today and we're going to the LSU game. So you have fun there. I'm going to LSU game. Off to a start of being a great uncle. <laughs> He's not going to – she's not going to know. You don't even know what sex it is? It's a she. Is it gender fluid? They don't want to no, put a no, sex on a, it yet? It's a she. What's its name? 
you want to give it a shout out? You don't know the name, Harley's thinking. <laughs> you don't know the name. <laughs> What's the name? Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Ainsley. Craig's favorite? I think so. Ainsley? I think it's Ainsley. Oh, man. Um. So anyway, uh, <laughs> we uh, she leaves and dad and I go to the LSU game. Got to watch Joey Burrow pull out the EAUX. You know, fucking went ham. I've never seen LSU beat the shit out of somebody like they beat A&M so, that day. Yeah, it's just Texas A&M revenge game with the seven overtime bullshit loss. Great tailgating year. weather. It was literally perfect. I was just getting over a cold, so I needed those Bloody Marys and those Budweiser's to hit just right. And uh, had had an absolute great time. Actually, you know, saw the game in the stadium this time. That is true. And I actually got to sit in the seats. Uh, those ladies next to me were like, yeah, we were more concerned than your buddy. Because we kept at, we asked him a couple times where you were, and he didn't seem that concerned about it. And we were going to go look, but you were in the. He said you were in the bathroom. Oh, we were going to go look, uh, uh, ladies. If you're listening to this podcast, bull fucking shit. You didn't. You didn't even go down and get a beer. You weren't going to go look for him. Yeah, that's because they're sneaking booze. Have you? You didn't see that they got like flasking shit on them. They they had us sneaking flask for them. These, these are booze hounds. I, I I asked those ladies if they wanted me to grab them a beer, and they said, yeah, uh, no, we're good. So we came back. Well, with, that, I mean, you're a stranger. You could have like fucking roofied them and took your head your way with them. Oh yeah, like I roofied you. All right. Eh. Yeah, maybe. Eh. 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 You know, I don't remember anything. So um, that blue, was blue mouth still a mouth. And that was uh, that was really fun. had a, had a great time on senior night and uh, and won some uh, won some bets on that game. So it was fun. I, I won everything except uh, Jordan Jefferson yards. So did good. And then so I was going to get back to the Christmas tree. So then I was leaving work and I was just like, "Fuck this!" I saw this little fat tree against the side of the road. I was like, "I'm going to get that fucking tree." So when I brought my truck to work on Tuesday, shout out, I got a truck. Craig, what you got? Wait, you just saw a fat tree on so the side th- of the road and said, "I'm going to bring my saw." And no, 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 no. I'm no, a, no, a buy no. that bitch. No, there was like a Christmas tree farm, uh, or like stand or something. There was some kind of place called Emma's Garden in uh, Port Allen. So I went to Emma's garden, and the thick tree I wanted was reserved for the church. Look, once a church gets the tree, they need to get the fuck out of the goddamn display. That's some bullshit. You're you're putting your flirty baits, your money beats out there near the road, and they're already fucking sold. I don't think a church has, you know, a proper church doesn't have a Christmas tree. I'm... I'm you think it's just a, like a scam? Like I needed to be like secret password? Nah, I, I want to pay for that tree. Abracadabra, get in there. Yankee Doodles password? Yeah, they were maybe trying to just drive up prices there. Because, I mean, you know, keep the Christ in Christmas. What do you need a tree for? So you think uh, if I would have went more, over the top and tried to outbid this fictional church that probably wasn't there, wouldn't I look like an asshole then? Churches are more into wreaths. Okay, but money is but money is money. Money talks. <coughs> Jesus ain't walking through those doors putting up shekels for that tree. But you no, know. he's not. I agree with you on that one. So, although now that I'm thinking about it, I think the church from my hometown, my dad has helped sell crisp or bought Christmas trees from there a lot. So they're profiting off of the Christmas tree racket. So I recant my previous statement. They just buy fat trees and put them all together and sell fat trees. But anyway, there was another tree I saw I'll there. I'll smoke a fat tree. 
And I was like, all right, I'll take this one. The guy's like, you sure? He was like, yeah. And he, I, he helped me put it in the truck. Drove it all the way home. Got home. The wife looked at it and she goes, what the fuck? I was like, that's right, bitch. I had to cut... I had to cut four inches off of it just so the top of it wasn't leaning on the roof. So you caught four inches off the top or the yeah, bottom? The top. Oh shit! It had a big top. It had a big like tree dick on the top, so I cut four inches off of it, circumcised the tree. Oh damn! Just like a good Christian. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and got to work. It's still not decorated because she uh, she just sees the girth of it and just doesn't want any part of it. Yeah, like does your Christmas tree stand even go that big? So, yeah, it does. So <laughs> we had bought a heavy-duty Christmas tree stand a couple years back when she thought she was going to get a big tree. Yeah. And we've been underutilizing the stand for years. Well, that's good. Yeah, Leo just made an impression on the pod. Yeah, I just Came gave, in shirtless like his dad normally would. I, I just gave him a belly rub for good luck. Speaking of which, I mean, now's a better time than ever to uh, segue into this, so... You, Joe, and, and the rest of the gang were generous enough to, uh, at the baby shower, give us this, this cuddle package from this, from this photography studio called, you know, Luckett Portrait Studios. I didn't even remember the name, to be honest. Well, I'm taking Cousin Kenny's advice and saying all the names just to put them on blast here. So, I'm going a little... How, wait, how many sessions did we buy? Three, right? So, the cuddle package, for those at home... That, like I said, Joe, Harley, Dan. We paid good money for this. A couple other people paid some good money. And this is a three-session uh, photography thing where at the end of it, you get a trifold picking, you know, the three pictures you want to go into, like, a, a stand-up thing with the three pictures. They call it a trifold. So we went and had the first session of pictures probably like two months ago when Leo was three months old. Right now he's five months old for the record. So uh, the first session review, uh, we sit down with the lady. She has the pictures up on the screen. She's clicking through them. Leo looks cute as hell. Me and Amber, we're, we took like group photos, and then we had one of him in his little lion costume that he wore for Halloween. And then he had a couple of tasteful nudes. So... Uh, she's showing us the pictures on the front. We're like, oh, you know, look all right. So she's telling us, she hands us this like menu and she says, um, you know, the cheapest pack, the cheapest package we can buy is $250. Wait, what? Which gets you. So this is how it works. You, you guys paid for the cuddle package. Great gift. But. At, like, the review session, if you want to have, like, one of these pictures, oh, we like this picture and this picture, we would want to buy them. You can buy them a la carte, which the cheapest picture is $79 for one picture. Or you can, they, they put them into these packages. So the cheapest package is $250, and it gets you two poses and four total pictures. So, like, you you get this pose, you can get two of those, and another pose, and it get seems two like of those. A racket. So, so I'll, I'm I'm exact. This is exactly what me and Amber are thinking. So I'm like, well, what about the like the digital copies? How how much for that? You know? <laughs> and she's like, well, you need to buy one of these package packages in order to get the to get the digitals. And on top of that. The digitals are $350 in addition to the package you would buy. So I go, 
So if we were to get the digitals for each one and the cheapest package, that's six hundred dollars a pop, and that's yeah, you know, if we do this for the three sessions, that's eighteen hundred dollars. So my brain's going, and I'm I'm saying this kind of how I'm saying it to you, but uh, you know, I'm realizing in the moment and talking, and I'm getting a little, you know, I'm just. I'm not saying I'm getting aggravated, but I'm uh, I'm engaged. So I go, uh, wait, isn't the cuddle package like a tech- technically a package? Like it says package in the thing. I go, how much is that normally? She goes, well, it's three ninety nine, but I mean that's not technically a package. Blah blah. But she starts dancing around the question, you know. I'm, you know, me and Amber are looking at each other like these pictures of us are a family are not very flattering. Like we took a fuck ton of pictures of him in his lion costume for Halloween. So like we're like, ah, well, fuck it. We'll wait. So, uh, so we go to the parking lot. Just, you know, I came from Sorry, work. Hold, 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 hold. Y'all have done the photo shoot. The first photo shoot. Y'all the three reviewing the pictures. Y'all picked your trifold. No, so you no, get no, that, no. right? No, we haven't picked a trifold. The trifold is like you you're supposed to have your, your this is the one session which is like the 3 month. I guess they do another oh, one at the 6 month. Oh, it's one picture each. Well, it I think it's a picture of your choosing. You know, you don't have to I don't think you have to pick one from each, but it's three pictures of the three sessions. Okay. And what you guys paid for, she was telling me is like $400. So well, I, we pay good money for it. Yeah, so I, I go to the... Me and Amber go to the parking lot. That's bullshit that she tells you how much it was, though. Some, well... Yeah, it's not like I can... I, I mean, I guess you could... You're not supposed to know how much gifts cost. That's the whole point of gift giving. I mean, you telling me someone gets you a bottle of booze, you don't Google it to see how much it costs? No. You've never been curious? No. Gift's a gift. Uh, but but at the same point, the point I was trying to ask... I probably make, have a good idea well, how much shit costs, though. The point I was trying to make with her and for my own clarification is I'm looking at this very overpriced uh, booklet, and it's it's clearly a cuddle package. So she's like, well, you need to buy a package to get the digital. And it's just to get the rights to get the digital. Like, the digital being 300 so whatever, me, I go to the parking lot since I had come from work and Amber had come from the house or come from, uh, you know, running errands or whatever. So me and Amber go talk about it like, oh, that seemed like a fucking racket. And Amber was like, well, yeah, that, that you know, I agree, like not a good idea to get whatever, you know, maybe we'll get something at the end. But she was like, well, you, you were kind of yelling at that lady, like you were raising your voice at her. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't really mean to, so... Yeah, I felt kind of bad about that after the fact, but I mean, this chick's trying to, she's trying to Shanghai me and pull me for a highway robbery, and I I wasn't about to, you know, do that shit. Yeah, at the time, too, Amber had to, like, get a, uh, you know, a root canal and all that, so I pulled that car with the lady, like, you know, I I got, you know, I got more important stuff to pay for, you know, I got, we got root canal to pay for, you you know. Well, you could always go back and buy the pictures, I'm sure she keeps them. That's another thing that we kept asking was, you know, you got you're gonna keep these pictures, blah blah blah. And she was also very vague about that. She was like, "Yeah, we'll put them somewhere." <laughs> she was like, "I was like, all right." This, this doesn't sound this Joe. You know, first of all, Joe did the research on this lady because I was more the ideas man as a joke off the get go, and then it turned out to be it was going to be something nice. But this doesn't sound like something nice now that you're saying it. It's it's more of a the hassle. I don't know, like I think maybe that's why uh, the 
Kayla Road Horses of the world that we went to high school with, they just charge like fucking $1,200 up front. Maybe they just give you everything. That seems like a better deal. I'd rather just pay up front, know I got fucked, and then just get everything. So then it feels like I'm getting value. Right. What Amber Amber loved you guys' gift idea so much that... This one is a letdown. Well, one of our other friends who was having a baby, her and her friends did that for this person. Oh, God. It was like... 200 or $250, and the lady gave her all the digital copies. Oh, shit. <laughs> so this is a Joe problem. Yeah, well, it's a... it's a uh, Maybe I'll just look like suckers. It's a catch-22. I mean, this is a printed-out booklet, and in this place, there's, there's, I don't know, 36 by 24 pictures of people's kids from high school graduation or whatever so i just think the i think the luck of the draw of the luck at studios just kind of fucked us i mean you know digging in deeper into the fine fine print of this place you know in the parking lot i think this lady like drives a white porsche or whoever you know owns the place so i think they kind of just take it take advantage not take advantage but utilize the rich people will pay whatever it costs because they really don't give a shit about it they'll pay you know, $1,800 for a set of pictures. But if you're her, ultimately what she's trying to do is by the third session, because clearly she thinks she's got you on the hook that you're going to come back so you can at least get the fucking cuddle booklet package, whatever it may be in her eye. At that point, you and her should have a, a relationship to where it's like, if she lowers her price, like okay, fuck it, you can have the digitals for one fifty. That's one fifty. She would have never fucking got. That's exactly what I was uh, thinking driving away from that place. Like, if we don't buy any of this extra shit, just go to the trifold. Then they just wasted three sessions, and they're not going to get any more money out of me. So you might as well. Uh, the, all the leverage is going to be at my point then to be like, give me the digital copy for you know uh, that that opens negotiations. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. Is okay. So look, I think I bought a package. I like some of the pictures. I don't love any of them. I'd like to save these memories. In all reality. I'm not going to pay $300 and buy another package and spend here. What's your lowest price on the digitals? And then let them come out there and be like, look, I'll give you 50 bucks less than that. And then break the wrist and walk away or fork over more money than you probably wanted. But at least you'll have the digital photos. But yeah, but then it'll make it worth kind of more worth it than not. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting now. Now it's just a hardball game. You know, maybe I should read Art of the Deal and, and brush up on my negotiations, but uh, it, it'll be interesting. I think for the next session, you should bring uh, you should uh, bring some extra muscle. Maybe your bodyguard. Maybe Michael will go. Just a little intimidating presence. Mm, I do like that. Or just you know, I didn't see it see the sign but when we went in there to take pictures like i i snuck in and took i i took a couple pictures with my camera while this lady's taking pictures with her fancy camera amber said apparently that uh you know that a sign up saying you know no outside photography or whatever but maybe maybe i just go rogue and just start you know taking getting right next to the photographer and taking pictures right next to her and you know make make them say something it'd be funny Get my money's worth it'd be funny if you just had a friend with like a really high tech camera and you just go in right next to her and like steal her light and her angle start taking pictures you know that'd be a dick move but it could be funny yeah so uh that's uh that's my little 
luck at photography rant. So just just so you guys know, uh, in the future when you're looking to get some photos, look into that frying print, look into that pricing, and look at the cars in the parking lot to see how much you know they're upcharging you. I think Adam Carolla had a thing back in the day of when you when you hire a contractor, you know, look at the look at the car they're driving. You know, if it seems way too, you know, expensive, then you know they're going to gouge your ass. But at the same token, if it's like a beat up, beat up, you know, Chris 94 Chevy pickup truck, then, you know, they're they're not doing too well in their business. So so you want somebody that just drives like a like a uh, Suburban or a Tahoe or something, even though those are expensive, they don't seem as expensive because they're nice American-made products, unlike some people, maybe Craig, that drive Jap crap. Yeah. So that's my little uh, little spiel on that. Well, uh, speaking of Craig, I don't know when he's coming in town, but Craigie Claws would be great for Leo to see. Craig dressed as Santa would be a very, very – I think he'd play very well in the, in this household over Christmas because you know he's not going to go see his family because, you know, they're dead. Yeah. So him dressing up as Santa, he wouldn't have to use any padding. You might have to give him, like, some, like, a, a fake beard. And he should have a bunch of red stuff because he went to Old Piss, so he's probably got red stuff already. You can probably make Craig look Santa-y. Yeah. Well, I wonder how he much – He likes milk and cookies. That's very true. Milk and cookies and maybe some oh maybe we'll do maybe we'll do wings and celery with blue cheese. You know, Craigie Claws. So so one dollar before Christmas, all through the house, only one creature was stirring, and that was Craigie Claws, and he was going after wings and ranch. And maybe some bud lights. And and he's uh he just smells like uh strippers because he's coming back from the penthouse club with glitter on him. Mommy, Daddy, Santa came and left empty Bud Light cans in front of the fireplace. I wonder what he brought me. That's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, Craig. Craig uh, Although he might get stuck in my chimney. Is it, is that a real chimney? I think so. You never put fire in there? No. I don't want that soot flying. So around Cra- in here. Craig lived here and he never put fire. Fucking Craig, he's such a pussy. Speaking of Craig being a pussy, uh, I did some truck work on Saturday. So if you didn't notice, leading up to the game, I didn't get in all my bets for the LSU-Georgia game that I'd like with my buddy Claude. I mean, Clyde edwards Elair, C-E-H for short, receptions. I heard he was on point. Definitely would have probably won that prop. He had four in the first first half. Yeah. Four so catches I'm, in so the first I'm, half. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he cashed. Oh, he did. So I was kind of busy. Unfortunately, I uh, was having some issues. I brought my truck over to my dad's. Dad wasn't there, but my uncle was there, and I was going to do my brakes. And he was tired of hanging out with my grandma, so he wanted to come see what men's stuff do. Unlike Craig, who just does women's stuff all the time now. He doesn't even mess with cars. He probably does his oil at the dealership. And so I did some brakes and rotors, and that took me a very long time, longer than I needed to because I broke off a fucking set screw in the rotor, and I had to drill it out, and I kept um, burning up drill bits. Anyway, long story short, fuck GM and the asshole mechanics that put Loctite on the fucking bolts off the brake calipers attached to the rotor. Fuck them. Fuck them up the ass because... 
There's no reason I need a three-foot fucking bar to break them fucking bolts. Basically, as you you don't have a car up either, so you're just nailing your knuckles. Anyway, this is just me bitching and kind of bragging that I did brakes and rotors on my GMC truck. Got some slotted rotors. It's going to be great. It's fucking really good. Semi-metallic brakes. Great great company called Brake Performance. You know, they're doing holiday deals that get you get you stuff off right now. So if you need brakes or rotors, just ask me. I'm your guy. Yeah, but lay it out for the people. Like you're saying you needed a three foot rod for like leverage to get these rotors off. So so what it is is there's a, a 13 sixteenths hex bolt that they put Loctite around the threads and they thread it in. Loctite is basically an adhesive that makes the bolt not back out it basically locks it in there it makes it harder to once it dries it makes it harder to fucking take the bolt out so it makes it lock tight there you go it's kind of self-explanatory so anyway what happens is is you you get a, a 3h drive and i had like a fucking air impact that i could get to a couple of them with and the impact wouldn't even fucking turn this bolt so that means it's fucking tight as shit so my dad's got probably like a two foot uh ratchet that's got a half inch drive on it but and you want a half inch better than the three eighths it's just easier to it's easier the thicker the drive and what happened was i had to get a cheater bar and put on the end of it and get even more leverage to try to push it because if you ever remember uh moments it's in engineering i think it's in uh statics moments around the point the longer you get the arm the more for the least amount or the more force you put at the end of it the more force the bolt has so you want moments in arms and i you know work out arms every now and then so i was able to successively take the loctite off it just took me about two and a half hours to figure out how to take the first one off after that boom 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 Right as kickoff started, I didn't get to put any bets off the get go, so I didn't. I wasn't active in the slack, which I kind of feel bad about. But then, and the and the whole time, your uncle is just what peanut gallery. No, he's he's kind of helping. He's got some ideas. He's he, he he was in there. He was he had some good ideas. Was he getting some grease on his fingers? Yeah, he's okay. helping out. He's he's doing stuff. I reward him with a uh, margarita afterwards. I went and picked up some uh, food for the wife and I, and got some margs to go. Fun fact: After all that car work, your your wife couldn't go make the margarita run. No, I had to go test the brakes. You have to oh. go. You have to go drive around and test it. So I just said, like, I go do this. I I need to go. I can go get food, no problem. So I go and I get. Some, did you go? Did you go stop short? I mean, how'd you test these brakes? You definitely got to stop short a little bit. Um, and you and you also got to you know drive fast and again stop short. Pump the brakes a good bit off the rip, but for the most part, it, it works out pretty easily. The, the as long as you don't add brake fluid across the uh, life of your brakes, you won't really have that much issue of having to bleed the brakes and shit like that because you got too much brake fluid. Anyway, and that was talking cars. Yeah, it was talking cars. I, I know, I know a little bit about cars, but anyway, it. I go and I, I give my uncle the drink, and he doesn't know what it is, and I was like, no, and he goes, is it alcohol? I was like, yeah, it's it's alcohol. I'm guessing this is on your mom's side of no, the family. No, dad's side. Oh. And he only drinks like Mick Ultras and Bud Lights and, and beer. He doesn't drink alcohol. Hard alcohol. So he he sips on it and he's like, ooh, that's strong. What is that? I was like, looked at him. I was like, it's a margarita. You never had one? He goes, no, I've never had a margarita. <laughs> How old is he? 63 or something like that. Even cousin Kenny's had a margarita. And then his twin brother calls him on the phone and 
And he doesn't. He's never had a margarita. These guys are fucking cops, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were cops. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So they never had margaritas, only beer. So um, anyway, that was fun. Fun to find out that my uncle uh, had never drank a margarita. So I popped his marg cherry at age sixty-three or sixty-five, whatever he is. Was he? uh, Did he get a good buzz on after that? Yeah, he's kind of a lightweight, so he was feeling pretty good. Grandma was talking shit to him, telling him that he wasn't taking as good a care of him as Butch does. Grandma Betty was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. How old she now? 80-something, right? She's like probably near 90. She's probably 89. God damn. They don't hold back. Now, bud, you don't take care of me as good as Butch. Yeah, well, she, she was... I mean, she's difficult, too. Dad had to call in and say... Ask her if she took her pills. Grandma was trying to be act all aloof like she didn't know she had pills. Then she. Then you think she's acting, or does she fucking? No, have she was Alzheimer's? acting because then when she got called out on it, she she didn't want to go up and get them. So then she goes, "Well, Butch normally gives me my pills and brings them to me." <laughs> so then oh, she wanted them delivered. <laughs> she wanted the waiter for pills. That's right. That's not a bad idea. What you know? We've had Uber nine one one before. What about just a you know go? Oh, I I got a rant for this, but this will solve that problem too. Go on drug runs for old people, like waiter for dr- for for the pharmacy and the drug thing. I think you would uh, you'd have to make sure they're contractors because you don't want the liability of them people stealing drugs. Because it's definitely you would want to steal the drugs if you're a druggie. Seems like a good way to try to get yourself some hypertension medicine if that's what you desired. Hypertension is for fucking blood pressure, right? Like, who would want to steal that? Oh, it's a fucking joke, dude. Calm down. But at the, but at the, Yeah, Dad, you told but us. But I think this is a good idea. Old people, they don't want to fucking leave the house. And number two, have you been in a fucking pharmacy lately? Like a Walgreens, CVS, whatever? It is a fucking shit show. People bitch about the DMV, like, taking forever. You know, our buddy Michael uh, went to the DMV and was in there for, like, three hours just for one piece of paper. You go to the pharmacy, uh, there's never enough people working. They have to deal with all these insurance cards. It takes for goddamn ever. This would knock that out. Like, not only would old people use it because they don't want to, they don't want to or can't leave the house, but... Just people who value their time, who can avoid going to the pharmacy, picking up orders. That, that seems like a great idea. Seems like a good business. You just have to get around the, the people stealing your shit. But, you know, if someone steals the stuff, you instantly fire them and then you sue them for theft and, you know, you hire good quality people. I think Amazon just needs to get in the pill game. Like, it, I, I should be able to figure out that I can reorder pills on Amazon, have them delivered within two days like I, I should be able to manage my inventory well, i think amazon's a better better pill thing here well let's talk to let's or talk to we bezos. could do it and then bezos would buy us right you All get right. that billion dollar buyout and then we podcast on the beach for the rest of our lives i'd have a lot to say on the beach or harley can uh open up his own body shop and just employ but, Craig so he can give him shit all day and always threaten to fire him. That would be fun. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What if just talking shit about Craig and Craig fo- Craig leaving every day saying he's quitting and then him coming back because you know he's a fucking waste of life and and then we and then we film twenty four seven a reality show a la American Chopper. Boom. Yeah, I don't know if Craig's ready for national TV. Right. We just created three businesses. That's pretty good. That's- Take that, cousin Kenny. Yeah, invest. If you give us the seed money, Kenny, look what we could do. 
I mean, I have I have other great ideas. We've gone over them on the podcast before, but I I, I won't give them all up. Um, you got anything else, Harley? You you ready to cut this bad boy off? So I was going to tell a story of uh how I lost my dog. Oh shit! So which dog? The blind one, Olive. Okay, set just to set the table for people who don't know the classic line. Harley's got five dogs, two cats, and one horse. So I'll come home on a weekday, and uh, I got three dogs with me. The wife's staying in Covington. She's got two of our dogs. So I got Mix, Rafa, and Olive, the blind dog. So I get home kind of maybe around like 6.30, 7 o'clock. First thing I do when I get home is I let the dogs out. And then, yes. I go, and then I go feed the horse, take care of the horse, and then go feed the dogs. So I come in, and the blind dog's been having some issues. She's been really antsy. She went, like, completely blind, so she's kind of having some, like, she's freaking out a little bit. We have to keep her in a kennel all day. and Well, she peed her kennel. So I opened it up, and she, I got her out of there, and she walks outside with the other dogs, and I go to the barn. She can't really see, but she can't go that far, right? She's blind. Ella had warned me that she took off down the road a little bit, but she hadn't done that to me. I'd taken her out plenty of times after that. Yeah, Mr. Magoo from the cartoons, he never got into any problems being completely blind. (laughs) So last thing I I saw her, she was going towards like the end of the driveway. I said, hey, Olive, come this way, and I go take care of the horse. Literally five minutes I took care of the horse. So she was out. By taking care of the horse, what do you mean? Are we talking about a Mr. Hand situation? Did you collect a sample taking care of the horse? I give him food, and I give him water, and a, a little bit of hay. So it takes all about five minutes. It's not that long. So when I turn around, I got the other two dogs with me. I was olive, olive, and I look, and all of a sudden I can't find her. And there's no reason I should not be able to find this dog. She can't have, got, she couldn't have gotten far. She drowned herself in the lake, little pond. So, and I'm, I got this really, really bright, bright flashlight that I, th- I guess Craig stole from one of his former employers that I stole from him. And I'm, uh, I'm shining around, shining around, looking for her eyes and i can't find it i'm like well f- fuck okay so how I get, dark is it right now it's it i mean it's seven o'clock so it's 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 dark outside so i put put my other two dogs inside i get in the car i drive down the road a little bit i'm shining the light shining the light don't see her shining the light shining the light go over to allen's look around shining the light now it's been about probably like 15 minutes I was, what the fuck where could she have fucking been so i call ella i was like hey look uh can't find her she she flips out. You're being a very bad seeing eye human for for the blind dog, I, I, Harley. Uh, so she she fl- she she look, flips out. She said, "Okay, I'm 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 coming home." I said, "You don't have to do that. I'm going to find her." She goes, "No, I'm coming home." Hang up with her. So then I, I talk. I'm talking to Alan. I was like, "I can't can't find her." Blah blah blah. So he goes, "I'll, I'll help you." He gets in a truck, and I walk uh, down the the woods on the on the side of my house. And he's in the truck going and shining his light and doing all this shit. So get all the way down. So about 25 minutes go by, and me and him are at the end of my driveway. I'm like, dude, I don't know where the fuck this Y'all dog is. Y'all just hollering for the dog? Ho- well, hollering. He's in. He was in his truck going and flashing the light. I was walking around the property. And I, he's like, okay, so how long she she been gone? I was like, but 20, 25 minutes. He goes, well, she can't be that far. She's in the woods behind her house or she's somehow in these woods across. You know where my gravel, and this is bad pod for people that don't know. 
but you know where the gravel is on my driveway? That's to get to my house. You always turn left to go in my driveway, yeah. but there's some woods on the other side, the the street. There's some woods, and then there's like a big cow pasture okay. or something. So you in can order to get cows, in order to get through those woods, it's pretty fucking tangled. There's a barbed wire fence, and there's some more stuff, and there's electric fence on the other side. A lot for a blind person to get. That's through. what I. Th- that's what I thought. So. So Alan's like, well, go check the field real quick. You should be able to see everything in there. And then uh, just circle back in the woods. I'll just drive up and down the street a little bit. I was like, all right, cool. So I make my way through the fucking forest here and the f- shit. Now, as I'm getting through this, like, there's no way this blind dog made it through. She can't fucking navigate the fucking house. There's no way she's getting through these fucking briar bushes and yeah. barbed wire and all this other shit. So I get out in the field and I'm shining the light, shining the light, shining the light. Don't see her at all. Every now and then you catch some eyes, but it always ends up being a fucking deer. Because I'm not, I, Craig don't come over to my house and shoot deer. So they're overpopulated. So I start, at this point, it's been probably about 35 minutes. I come back and I'm, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. I go back to the woods behind my house. I walk all the way through the woods behind my house, walk around. And she's not like silent. She like fucking just meanders and just like she's running into shit. Like you should be able to hear her, but I can't hear her shit. Yeah. Well, two hours later, Ella gets home. I still haven't found her. I'm walking around. You're looking for the dog the whole time? For two hours, I'm walking around. She drove all the way from Covington to the house, and I, I'd still been looking for the dog, walking around. Can't find the fucking dog. She gets back. She thinks she's freaking out. She She searches. Four hours go by, cannot find the dog. We're going all the way up and down the street. I go back in that field. I'm looking across, I'm looking at the field, back in the woods, back through Alan's house. I'm all over anywhere she could be. Or if she's just waiting by your garage door. She's not waiting by the garage <laughs> door. So, like, at this point, Ellen and I talk, and we're, we're like, well, we can't, like, there's no other place. And she's got a health condition to where if she's probably been left alone for, like, 20 48 hours she's gonna fucking die because she's got she needs certain medicine I mean, this doesn't sound like the greatest life for a dog anyway you're blind you're in a kennel all day pissing yourself and you got a <laughs> medical condition like at some point you know it sounds fucked up to say but well this is gonna sound worse um so after about four and a half hours we give up i don't know how long you're supposed to search for a missing animal before you give up but four and a half hours, like, all the will to where I was going to find her. I thought I checked everywhere. I was fucking done. I mean, this is from 7 to 11.30 at night, and you got to go to work the next day. So, I come back in. Make a Facebook post and go to sleep. I mean, well, shit. So, I come back Miss in. Miss Lippy. And I come back inside, and, you know, it's... Ella's not, she's getting emotional. She's not happy. I'm feeling emotional because not only did I fucking lose the dog, like she's upset. And then I'm kind of upset that, you know, now she's upset because this isn't just on me. Cascading. So I walk outside and I just fucking, I I sit down. I'm in my garage and just sit down. I'm like, fuck, man. And I hear a dog bark from fucking far away. So she hadn't made a fucking sound the whole time. I hear a dog fucking bark from uh, it, it's probably about a mile away, to be honest with you. But you can hear shit like that in the country. How can you tell it's a mile away? This is like Kid Rock. I can smell a pig from a mile away. You, you, uh, that's about a mile. Well, I, I run around the oh. neighborhood a good bit, so I kind of have some distances. Anyway, it wasn't exactly a mile. It was more like three-quarters of a mile. But 
I heard a, a dog bark in a direction that I never have heard a dog bark at the house before. So I go back inside, I grab the flashlight, and I just take off. I don't know how long she's going to be barking or anything. So I just full sprint. I run across my yard. I, I run through kind of Allen's thing. I go through and I jump through the barbed wire fence. I just take off running through the field. Well, I have to I have to go across the whole fucking field. I find some woods behind there. The dog's barking the entire, entire time? Entire time so far. I get into the woods. The dog stops barking. And now I'm in woods. I don't know where the... Like, I've never been in these woods before. I said, olive, olive, olive. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, heard, heard one more bark, take off probably about another 50 foot through the fucking trees and fucking run right into her. You hit her? Like, well, not hit her, but I, I find her. Oh. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm literally thinking this dog is basically going to be wandering around until she died. Yeah. To end up finding. Now, she's cut up. She went through these briars. She went through the fucking electric fence. She just went through straight all mis- this just shit. Just straight Mr. Magoo style. So, now I uh, didn't think. I don't have a leash. And she's blind. You can't, like, fucking oh, guide God. her anywhere. You got to, like, bend over the whole time. Take my belt off. Put it around her neck, kind of. She didn't have a collar that. on? No, she, she did, but... No, she didn't. No, I, I I let her outside without a collar. So she didn't have a collar. So I put the belt on. So that's another around. thing when you're searching for her for four you hours. You can't hear the jingling from the collar. Well, and she doesn't have a collar. Well, like, if somebody did find her, who the fuck's blind dog? Eh, I'm going to leave that dog in the woods. So I, I wrapped the belt. Now I got to bring her all the way fucking back through this three-quarter of a mile, through the briar bushes, through the fucking thing. I call Ella. I said, I got her. She freaks out. She's trying to come help me, but she, like, I have to pick her up and throw her over the barbed wire fence. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you have to. So, and because you don't want, she can't go through it. She's going to freak out and, like, cut the shit out of herself. I don't even know how she got through it the first time. What kind of toss did you do here? Uh, how do you throw a blind dog? I, uh, all right, so this you, is this is going to be more relatable than changing out your brake pads. So, you, uh, Right bicep under her, in front of her back legs, under her stomach, left arm up under the legs on the stomach side. So now I got her in basically how you would try to pick up Craig if he was a log. And I just toss her over. And you're trying to get her to land on her legs? Well, Ella's on the other side, so Ella kind of catches her, guides her to the ground, but she makes it. Yeah. So anyway, about by midnight, I'm back, and I got the dog, and I'm just so fucking amped up, kind of adrenaline, like, thank God, like, I'm thinking, like, Jesus Christ for the Christmas tree, and then get in the dog. The Christmas tree? <laughs> just as a callback, dude. And, and I feel pretty, pretty satisfied with myself, but I also took about five hours of my own time searching for the dog, but then I got to play a little bit of a hero after we had both conceded that the dog was kind of dead. Yeah. So anyway, I, I lost my dog, and now she's got this thing called a whistle that I have to put on her collar that tracks her so that if she goes outside, I can find her. So shout out to whistle. So far, it's been a piece of shit and doesn't really work because if you're on a router... It goes into battery safe mode, so it doesn't track until you get it far enough away from the wireless. And my router is so good that I wanted to pick it up on different places of my property that she can pretty much go a lot of places on my property before it will alert me that she's on the loose. 
Stalk sounds like it needs to go to a retirement home. You can't do that, dude. You you got that that you you. Ha- I mean, like a retirement a- home. Like send it with the other old people nope. who can't see and take care of themselves. Nope. They'll pet the dog and what? you know. Look, as a parent, I want to tell you that you have to love your children, no matter what happens to them in life. So she didn't choose like to go your, blind. I is- have to. I have to take that with her and i have to make her feel as good as possible so that's on me to make it better yeah but this you're in like even worse than a stepdad position (laughs) you're this dog is you did not decide to get this dog this dog was hoisted upon you that's that's not really true i could have decided not to but it was lined up for me to take the dog i'm a sucker there's no benefit to this dog wait okay come on that's mean It'd be like saying there's no benefit to someone's children, dude. That's, I'm playing up the I'm playing up the dogs. It's not children. the same thing though. Like if <laughs> if your if your child's day consisted of being in a cage, pissing itself, and then potentially going outside and getting lost, it's not that the quality of life is not not great. Well, you think Bubble Boy had a good quality of life? At least he had, you know, he could see other people. Well, I mean, she can interact with other people. She could smell me. That's a plus. I guess technically that is an interaction. Speaking of like benefit, so this this horse, what do you do with this horse on your property? You feed it. You do this stuff for it. Pick up its poop if it poops in the stall. Grass cutter? Uh, no. You ride it? Uh, um, I have written it. I fell off when Chris was over the other day. <laughs> it also did that nice charge, too. Yeah, he kind of charged us, and Chris was flipping out, and I just held my hands up, tried to make myself as big as possible. Uh, a horse will fucking run right over you. Yeah, but not if you fucking act big. You fucking fake it till you make it, bro, and the horse just took off and didn't run into us. Chris like was shitting himself. Mm-hmm. Even though Chris is way bigger of a target than I am. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's more elusive than you think. Yeah, damn, dude, that's a that's a pretty crazy uh, lost dog story. The puppy who lost its way. What was that? What was that Billy Madison story? I think that's it. Yeah, Miss Lippy. Adam Sandler's hot in the streets right now. He's getting a lot of uh, media attention. Adam Adam Sandler love fest right now. He was now. on sixty minutes after the fucking. Uh, I CBS saw that. Games. Adam Sandler, why are you still playing basketball with regular people? What are you doing, Sandman? You're so relatable. Did you watch it? No, but I watched the fucking oh. little preview. Apparently, oh. he's got this movie coming out called Uncut Gems that's supposed to be good. No free ads, but. The Righteous Gemstones was really good. I don't know if you got into that. Oh, it was fucking great. We just started Watchmen last night. I need to get on that Survivor, too. So Righteous Gemstones, that's a recommendation from you. You got any other? Without a doubt, Righteous Gemstones is by far peak peak Danny McBride. Like, if you are into Danny McBride... More peak than fucking Kenny Powers? Way better than Kenny Powers. Oh, damn. This This is the role Danny McBride was born to play. I mean, Danny McBride plays the same character in every fucking thing he's in, so... Yeah, and this is a good one. <laughs> this is an all-timer. Um, as far as other... Danny McBride is an actor. Not a lot of range, but, you know, he hits that one key well. I will tell you, with On Demand and everything, I kind of got fucked over when they swapped the episodes that were on demand. But anyway, so I'm not full through the first season yet, but Yellowstone is fucking 
awesome. Amber's mom and stepdad have been talking up Yellowstone big time. Ye- Who's that white actor from Dances with Wolves? <laughs> you know, they do the old uh, Kevin Costner. Oh, it's Kevin Costner. Yeah. I will tell you that that show is fucking awesome. If you can get into Yellowstone, you will not be disappointed. Plus, Kelsey Chow, I think is her name. She's she. I don't know. There's some there's some controversy with her because I think they she claims she was Port Cherokee or Choctaw or something, but they won't they won't recognize her. But she's also got like a Japanese either dad or mom, an American other parent. Anyway, she is a smoke show. So I just want to throw that out there. So she's like Chris claiming she's one eighteenth and a dog in. Well, I mean, like I claim, I claim uh, Choctaw, <laughs> but I'm like one thirty second Choctaw or something like really low. My great grandmother was uh, like half a Choctaw. You got so, any pictures? Black and white, dude. So I mean, it doesn't help when you're red. Yeah, what's that? Th- Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can say that. I <laughs> got him. Good God. Hey, Kane. Uh, Kane would appreciate that joke. That that gets people riled up. That gets views. Yeah, it's they're still called the Redskins. I don't. I think that's a Twitter outrage. I don't know if anyone will actually be mad about that. But I, hey, I appreciate the effort. So you got righteous gentlemen, Yellowstone. We just wrapped up Peaky Fucking Blinders. It's it's an okay show. I like the first couple seasons. After that, it kind of you know gets repetitive but it's a it's entertaining six episodes per season they're uh an hour long you know netflix stuff not bad so on the different side of this isn't necessarily great quality tv but season two of temptation island on usa is fucking insane i will tell you that what's the premise for temptation okay. Island? all right so temptation island is you got four couples they tend to do two blacks and two white couples is how it ends up working in both seasons, if I remember right. But anyway, there's two couples, I mean four couples, and they go to this island to typically one of the couple, one of the people in the couple has some reason where they don't trust or they want to they want to challenge the other one. There's or been they, infide- they want to grow. There's been infidelity in their past, or they're they're looking to have there's threesomes. Trust, there's trust issues in the relationship. Wasn't this a Fox show like yeah, twenty I, years ago? I think so, but there, it I think it's been re, redone with the uh, the fake Mark Wahlberg, not the steroided Mark Wahlberg. But there's the other Mark Wahlberg I, that's kind of in the peripheral the, out there. The Mark Wahlberg from like Game Show Network, yeah. and he spells Mark with like a C, and everyone's like, "Oh, I met Mark Wahlberg." No, not the cool one. This fucking guy. Not this, the guy that has Wahlburgers. Yeah, this pencil neck geek. I got you. Actually, he's pretty good in the show. Just shout out to that Mark Wahlberg. But I will tell you that. So they go in and they they split they split up and they got all, they basically they got a bunch of smoke shows on both sides of the aisle here and then they got to go on dates with them. Some pretty good looking dudes, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Across all the aisles, there's eye candy. <laughs> Whatever you're into, Al. And, they all work out. And uh, you you it's like a bunch of it's like if you were just drunk all the time having having no TV or anything. And you're just around a bunch of hot chicks. Like at some point, the cameras are going to catch something that doesn't look awesome. So you don't and they get, can edit it no matter which way, and then be so, like, "Hey, look at what so and so did." So what? So what they do is they end up going to what they call fireside chat. It's kind of like President Trumpy, 
and they go and they sit down. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird name for them to call it a fireside chat when a fireside chat. A, it's called a bonfire. I just oh, call okay. it. Okay. So they so they go to the bonfire, and the premise of the bonfire is you get a glimpse because you don't get to interact with your significant other during the whole thing. Oh, you get shit. a glimpse on what they're doing. So it's like a thirty second clip of whatever happened between the two bonfires, and it can look really fucking. This is just setting them up to fail no matter fucking what. So basically, what happens is. It'd be like they show, then they literally show the worst thing they can show. Oh, they're cheating on me. I'm going to suck this you, guy's dick there now. There you go. And yeah. so, so that kind of stuff starts proceeding. If this person's doing this, I'm going to escalate because yeah. I don't want to be the chooch. And it goes around. I don't want to be the what? Chooch. What's chooch? I don't know. I've been watching a little Jersey Shore. Vinny call, uh, Paulie calls Vinny a chooch every now and then. Seems to work. J Bone probably gets it. Shout out to J Bone, first one of the podcast. Joe didn't hit him up while he was in fucking Boston. So fuck you, Joe, for that. <laughs> J Bone was probably busy delivering oils. Yeah, that could have been you, but you playing. You could have smoked out in the cellar. Yeah, it's bad on you, Joe. But I would say uh, Temptation Island, it's just season two. Season one's not as good. I think they had too conservative of people in season one. Season two, they got uh, people that are going to be a little more challenged to stay faithful in their relationship, if I do say so myself. Casting agent uh, did a better job. So this is sort of taking your uh, place with the naked dating uh, show. This is filling that guilty pleasure void for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you you really... I will tell you that it's definitely worth a watch. Um, season two. Don't watch season one. Fuck season have one. Have you been watching the challenge this season? Uh, yes, I have been watching the challenge. Uh, Bob got so excited for the last episode of the challenge that he was sending me Snapchat messages at like 2 a.m., which I didn't respond to until 4 a.m. when I woke up. So there was a period between like around 3 a.m. that no one was texting. Shout out Maxbox 20. <laughs> But Bob got really excited for something. I knew he'd get really excited for something, but he didn't really tell me. He was just, hey, did you see a challenge? Hey, uh, you know, hey, did you see this set, this episode, blah, blah. So then when I, I sent him back, I, I teed him up for when he woke up. I was like, yeah, Bob, I'm sure you're really excited about blank happening. And he went off, gang. <laughs> All right, so you were redacting that for spoilers? Yeah, spoilers, yeah. I think that's a untapped uh, market. You know, we could we could do challenge recap pods, but it's tor- towards the end of the Jay, season. J Bone liked it had like some kind of bar stool. They, could, they I don't could, think they do that they, anymore. Oh, okay, they got we, right. can, we can fill that void, but yeah. you know, eh, mm. I don't know. It's not good enough. I, I'd rather do uh, Temp- Temptation Island recaps because that has been fucking. That's some good reality TV. All right, hey, maybe. without a doubt, there's, it's, it's gifable. It's fucking on point. Um, like guys, when they're in bad situations, are such crybaby, baby back bitches. It is so awesome to watch a guy be a baby back bitch. Um, Th- this era of society is made for that Temptation Island show too, because these are probably all like Instagram models and <laughs> oh, yes, probably all, oh, yes. pro- probably already cheat on each other all the time. So it's just it's just ripe for people wanting camera time and fucking other people over and and just people just being all around shameless. So uh, you're probably right. Hey, maybe season three we'll do some Temptation Island recap, just uh, phoner episodes or something to. Uh, it's good. No, so you guys can watch along and enjoy the, the storylines with us. So that's, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so other than that, the other show I kind of watch, and I kind of don't know if I like it or not, 
and I feel kind of weird about this. I'm going to have to look up the actress's name because I kind of have a crush on this old lady. Oh, my God. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Skin is turned into Mr. Wrinkly Old Skin. It's So the, the show's called Mrs. Fletcher. And I heard someone mention that show on the boards today. They said it's good, but it's probably going to get canceled. Well, I think they kept saying it's like a limited series, and this is the last one. So, like, I don't. Is it a British show or something? No, 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 no. I think it's based on a book or something. So I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent on that. But basically, Catherine Hahn is her name. Oh, the chick from Step Brothers yes. that wants to fuck John C. Riley. Yeah, she's okay looking. Yeah, but the, there's something about her in this show that, yeah, I want, I want to fuck her. It's, it's, it's she's, she's pretty attractive yeah, in Parks and Rec. Okay, well, I must have missed when she was on Parks and Rec. She's um, it must have been a later season or something because I I stopped watching Parks and Rec. I like I think she was like a Ron Swan. No, that was Lucy Lawless. She's in there somewhere. Okay, but anyway, Catherine Hahn in that show is really hot, and I normally like in Step Brothers. I thought like she can get it, but she she's forty six years old allegedly, and she can get it in that show for sure. Okay, well, Mr. S- Mr. Skin, what's what's that show? She does on? get naked in it too. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's on HBO. Mr. Skin. All right, well, that's a that's an interesting, uh, interesting little tidbit there for the she's, viewers. She's her spouse is Ethan Sandler, related to Corey Sandler. <laughs> Who is who is the nephew of Adam Sandler? Full circle, boom. There's going to be zero people that get the Corey Sandler joke, and it's Corey Sandlin anyway. Oh yeah, no that last, is right. No last names. That but. is right. All right. So uh, you got anything else? It's about time for me to wrap this shit up. I think we're good. Uh, you know, just made some chili on Sunday. I think I may shoot a uh, big cat uh, something on Twitter when he's answering. Uh, you know fantasy football questions and having them having them rate my chili so we'll see if we get any responses on that but you know i made chili eric you were here last time we made chili not, yo, yo not, shit y'all's brains out that's not, why i didn't want to try any of it i, I didn't shit my brains out but this uh, time well not this time but this time i didn't do four times the amount of jalapenos that the recipe called for no, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, we have we made we made a literal gallon of fucking yeah, chili. Yeah, I, so. I got tons of leftovers from Thanksgiving. I'm still working through. You know, Harley- what's the statutation on limit uh, leftovers? Like, I'm going about a week and a half right now. Yeah, what kind of? No, uh, like I'm, my- gonna, I'm gonna head shake. I, I think that's why my immune system's good. I got I, I go leftovers really hard till they're not there anymore. It depends how long you uh, heat it up for. I guess you know what the temperature. Oh, I get gets it hot. To. I make yeah. it hot. But I mean. Pu- but something like pumpkin pie, like my mom, we brought the stuff back, and she was like, mine had mold on it. You need to eat it by like this, but I don't know. Mashed potatoes? That seems like it could last for a long time. What kind of leftovers are you eating? Turkey? T- uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. You're still eating that? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's that's almost two weeks now. No, it's less than two weeks. It's, it's like it's 12 days. <laughs> it's pushing it. Yeah, you got to push it to the limits. Yes, enjoy it. Push. All right, so thank you for joining us on another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. I'm sorry that it's been a while. We will try to do better. I hope to have one more episode for, before Christmas because uh, we got some people that we need to tell if they're naughty or nice. 
and I think we did that last year. So hopefully we have another episode. Hopefully Santa Craig comes in town or something like that so we can have a third wheel. Yeah, and, um, you know, if you guys got any suggestions, the holidays are coming up. You got work Christmas parties. If you guys need some etiquette tips on that, um, you know, tips tips for when you're around your family on the holidays, you know, just you, you hit, just hit us get- up on Twitter and uh, – and and we'll discuss it on the pod. So tip for you is you, you need save to it for get, the next podcast. No, no, first of all, I'm just gonna a little tease there. You need to get better fitting suits if you're gonna have a small head and a bow tie. Just gonna let you say your what jacket you better fitting you, suits. You, you looked like you were head, did not have a good fitting suit. Your head was too what, small. You're, t- you're saying your bow tie. Amber was looking fine, but you seemed like you had way too big of a suit on, and it just didn't look right. What you didn't like my hundred dollar tux? That's a forty two long. That's what suit no, I wear. That you need to you need to start getting better suits if you're gonna wear a bow tie and have a small head. Just throwing that out there. All right. I'll uh I'll keep that in mind for my next hundred dollar tux. No, you just need to spend some more money. It's like in in Chino or whatever that that place is called. You're fucking plugging <laughs> Indochino right now. Get the hell out of here. Oh, and by the way, Proasso, you better send us something for Christmas. You've been trying to send us a gift package for two fucking years. I've been waiting to shave my mustache with your products, and you ain't fucking coming through. So hey. Proasso, you don't want to be left on that naughty list. Give me some fucking free uh, merch. Give me some free swag, baby. Thank you, Marco. We out.